to myself there. Show us your tips. Good start, eh? Uh, Taggy with you for a midweek preview. We've got Friday Night Racing from Canterbury in the Valley. We've found the beaver again after another hiatus. You all right, mate? Yep. Back and ready and firing to go, Taggy. Good stuff. Uh, and our Canterbury correspondent. Oh, you right? No, sorry, I thought you had something to say. Canterbury correspondent, Johnny's back on the show. Uh, first time on the new channel, I think. Uh, we've got your mic working this time, so ready to get fired up and stuck in. Good to do a show of two blokes I've carried to cricket premiership, so that's always nice. Oh, please. <laughs> we set you out as 12th man, mate. Let, let, uh, <laughs> you, were, you were actually captain and we sacked you as captain for the final because you were fucking hopeless. Uh, let's not dwell on the past. All right, uh, that's yeah. enough cricket talk. You brought it up. It's footy season now. Beaver, Beaver's already excited. The Bulldogs won a game, so everyone's back. everyone's bought Sam Hughes and are off and racing for, for footy season. Um, that's it. Speaking of which, going forward, we had a quick one on socials today, uh, uh, but... Yeah, most hopefully Thursdays we get something up from Barney for a couple of Barney from Footy and Frothies for a couple of rugby league tips for the weekend as well. So all a bit more content for the channel coming. Obviously share yours around. But uh, let's get stuck into Canterbury where the rail is six and how much rain have they had, John? I think I saw there's a couple of mills today and there might be a couple more tomorrow. Yeah, still currently good four, not a heap. Um, forecast. I think there's five to ten, maybe. So we know how well it trains. What have you done with the six meter rail? Uh, look, based off last week, it was a plus three, and pretty much every leader won. So, um, and then in the first race, you've got Gaybot that'll lead out in front. So I don't think you'll you'll know much until probably race three or four. Um, but I've taken it as on pace, as you probably should mm -hmm. for this day. You done the same thing, Beef? Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, as as Johnny has said, the, the, it seemed to be a bit more favoursome to the front runners uh, previously. So probably got to play it that way until we see otherwise. Yeah. Uh, let's kick off with the two-year-olds are made in here. A couple are in for Saturday. Uh, by a couple, I mean Duvana. But uh, assuming they're all going to be here, I'll let you open the batting beaver tonight. Yeah, look, uh, based on um, how the track, we think the track might play, I have gone for the Waterhouse bot, uh, Excel indeed, um, to be hard to beat in the first. Uh, drawn well enough here, um, probably gets out in front here, as it did last time. Was well tried in the market at Canterbury. Um, it's similar opposition, got to go an extra 100 here, but uh, should be hard to beat. The main dangers are drawn a bit wide on the track, so they will probably have to be taken back and just maybe giving too much start. Is that how you've seen it, John? Yeah, for the most part. I thought it did well to stick on last time. Probably just went too hard in the extra 100. Probably helps it just settle and roll them along. Goes from, I think it was, the rail was in the true when it ran last time. It gets six years. So of the race brigade, that was probably the best one I found. Um, of the unraced ones, probably found last command. Uh, it's good to see some support for it today. Trialed well against Gatsby. She's come out today and trialed even better. So, um, and I think it was a length off SPNR. So I think of of those, and it's drawn two in the Friedland camps flying. So if I had to bet one from the race, one from the unraced, it'd be Excel Indeed and Life Command. Yeah, I, I've come up with Excel Indeed on top as well. You've both covered up pretty well. Uh, linebacker was the one 
perhaps on a different track than the setup here. I'd be interested in Scratch the Gates last time. We were all keen on it. Or Beaver and I were keen on it last time uh, heading into that Saturday race. But Gate 11 for O'Shea and Karen, I can't see it being too overly positive in this, this setup. Uh, the second is a 1,250 metre set weight maiden. And your turn now, John. Hound two, um, I had Gaylord and wife coach on top. Look, Gaylord was really good on debut. Um, expected to be even better. He doesn't come up against much from what I saw. Um, should get a pretty good run there with Josh Pyder's camping behind the speed. Rocketed home. Uh, I think the 1250 is perfect for it for it is now. Um, I'm keen on that. And also life coach. But it came out a really good mate on the last start. Sat outside leader and camped on and, and stuck on pretty well. So, um, they're the two. I'll probably go big on Gaylord and I think uh, each way chance life coach. Yeah, I struggled to work out these Waller trials. Um, perhaps Invader Zim, I thought, tugged along pretty well in the trial and second prep could be an improver. And sort of similarly, Kira Girl or Kira Giri. Um, yeah, they're like both quite Waller trials, but I think they have more off to off more to offer. Um, short answer is I don't really know here, so it's more of a watch and learn given those two debutants are in the race. Beaver, your uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I um I went for the number three just because I thought it was named after you, Daggy. But um, okay. that was the reason I had it on top. But um, no, I think I thought the first up run was pretty good. I think it's probably improved from that as well, um, given the experience. The five gate looks good, and it probably just does get a decent run um, just off the pace. I thought the 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 outsider with the sneaky was the number eight, Kasna. Um, I thought its first uh, start run was pretty good from the Mar stable, and that was behind some okay horses, Kobe Girl. Uh, so it wasn't too far off, and was sat on the pace there. So um, with a bit of natural improvement, uh, could be a knockout chance at twenties ish. Um, but yeah, with the three on top. Cool. The third is a fifteen fifty benchmark sixty four. And last spring, everyone was telling us Dulcet was going to win the Derby. Now resuming in a benchmark 64 on a Friday night. Is there interest there for you, Beaver? Certainly some interest and a close watch on it. But again, um, a bit worried, how again, how the track might play and the fact that uh, Dulcet's probably going to go back. Um, and these Waller horses tend to do. It's got 59 and a half. It's going to go back. Um Probably looking for further, although starting uh, over the mile or mile-ish, hard to beat. But I think the I think the favourite is still the horse to beat here. Um, its recent form is pretty good. Finished three lengths behind Franz Joseph, who's a horse with plenty of potential, um, and uh, one first up. So I think it's probably going to control the race from gate one. Um, probably jiggy jog up front and not have a lot of challenges, and probably just too nippy in the end. Yeah, Tommy will be straight in the coffin, I suggest. Uh, third up, it'll be go time here trying to just need to get even luck, and I think it's in the finish. I can entertain Dulcet if it gets out to about six bucks just because if it is best horse uh, and did fresh last time, in, I know it was albeit in Melbourne, uh, put together a couple of early runs before it uh, went to Geelong and flopped. Uh, if it's got anything there, which, again, hard to tell from the trials, um, it should win this. And one you'll know where it'll be, and the six-metre rail, Damascus Gate, I thought, is one for exotics at 20s. Might be able to run you a hole. Uh, what's your confidence like here, John? Uh, low, but 
Um, yeah, like you guys, I thought Zara was just clearly the one to beat, but just not sure where it gets to in the run. Um, just being trapped in the co- it might be trapped in the coffin because I've got Damascus Gate. I thought Marley would go forward. I thought Little Buyer as well. Um, I like Little Buyer here, just the value. I think Zara Rose will get a better price later. Um, but you can back it. Um, Little Buyer just missed the kick, was stuck four back on the fence and just never had a crack and still worked down pretty well. So um, I think the wet probably suits it. It's going to go forward. Um, I think it either leads. Dylan has a habit of just letting him roll and get in the front or it just sits a pair back and there's not too much pace. So I think stepping out to the 15, 50 is not too much of an issue. Um, I definitely had it in a race in two. I was happy to see Dossett go around here. Um, I think the market will probably tell you late. It's mm. going to go well or not. Um, and I think the booking of Tim Clark's a bit of a weird one as well considering the other jockeys in this field. So, um, yeah, six and nine for me. The fourth is an 1,100-metre mare's race, a benchmark 72. And is it go time here for Wild Britannica, John? Yes, we'll be winning, I think. Um, just gets every possible. It was absolutely huge. Um, first up in that, she's an eight, uh yeah, she's an A-lister. She? Yeah. She, yeah, she's an A-lister. So um, that's one's been franked on the weekend as well. So um, I can't see any reason why it loses. I thought Elegant Empress, since it's Swiss camp, um, is interesting. Get smashy and it'll go forward and get the rail. And I think it's the only other one I can see that would be a danger. But Wild Britannica looks very, very tough to be here. Beaver. Yeah, I tend to concur there. Um, looks to be a race in two here. Um well, Botanica was was a good run last start and was behind a horse that is flying at the moment. So that's that's a good pointer for a race like this. Gets the extra hundred and gets a much better draw. Certainly, um, Elegant Empress um, does worry me a bit. It's flying at the moment. It's going well and been winning by good margins. Um, probably, you know, slightly lesser company than this. But um, what you can do is win and win big. And it's got Nash on board in the one gate. So certainly a danger. But while Botanica on top. Yeah, any any either of you, any insight into it went wide for Annabelle for two big kills. Now it's back with Jared Austin and Nash straight off the bat. Yeah, I saw that and I had a bit of a dig to see if I could find anything. Nothing. No reason why that's happened. Um, look, she usually keeps them rather than keeps them away, especially when they start winning. So I've no idea why switch camp, but I think it's really well placed here. Um, and like Beaver said, it's flying, so clear danger as well. Two hopes. Uh, you've both summed it up. Wild Britannica, absolute go time. I, I, it interests me when it came to Joe Pride. A fantastic de- debut for the stable. And uh, yeah, here it is, ready to go now. So on top for me as well. The fifth is a 1,250-metre benchmark. 72. And despite the map concerns, perhaps, I'm going with Hanui, who was just nabbed late last time out. Uh, still has some upside. I think any wet won't hurt it uh, if there is rain throughout the day and goes on top for me. I think Manway probably runs well just to annoy everyone at a price um, from that yard. And uh, Gallant Star is absolutely flying in highway grade and comes back here. Again, another one I couldn't work out what's going on with um, Ebony King being here, but it's a horse in a previous life I had in a bit of an opinion of. Beaver, have you seen this? I think you know where I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go for a bit of value in Dimitasi. I didn't here. see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just second the form's all right for a race Great like this. Long. It was um, mm. second behind Winchat, who's a quality horse. Um, was well specced in the market there. 
Um, and that wasn't a bad run. And then prior to that, wasn't far behind High Blue Sea, which has some ability. Um, it's ran well, doesn't mind a little bit of sting out of the ground. Um, sets up quite nicely here. And at the odds, I think it can run a really nice race. And I've also got um, the leash train Memora. Memoria yeah. has, a, has a sneaky chance here. Um, been going out okay in Doomben. Come down here, wasn't far off him. Uh, one first stop. I think he can run well as well. Uh, find your man, Ben Osborn. John, uh, how have you seen this race? <laughs> yeah, I think it's at that price I'm with Babe. I think if you get double figures for it, it's good enough. Um, it's pretty good first up. Definitely runs into some tougher here, but we'll go forward. I think he's been dual bombed as well, so that's, I'm pretty sure it runs in this race. If I'm I correct. So. I think yeah. Scratched out of the early one. Um, yeah, I think Gallant Star is the obvious class. And Ebony King, um, yeah, I, I didn't know what to make of it, but it's half its price since this morning. It's 12 minutes sixes, so there's no deductions. So that's a pretty clear indicator of what this table thinks. Um, I just don't know where it's going to get to be in the running. Um, Nash lately has been pretty happy to take him back when they don't jump. So that concerns me a little bit, but if you've got some of the tools, happy days. Um, yeah, I ended up with Gallant Star on top, but um, probably not a race I'm going to dive into. Otherwise, I would love to find her now. Um, just Zach, I think it's going to get too far back. Um, yeah. But if, if it had anything else in its favour, then I, I probably would back it. But, yeah, Gallant Star on top with little confidence. The six is a 1,900-metre 64. Beaver, have a crack here. Yeah, um, 1,900-metre races uh, are not the easiest thing with these types of horses and form lines. Um, I'm sticking with Cosmic Lad, the lightly race one here. Um, it's pretty good. It's on debut. Uh, flew home from last on the turn and then uh, backed that up with a very nice win at, at Newcastle, um, hitting the line strongly again. Uh, that was over the 1,500. Gets out now to the 1,900. I think will be further improved here. Um, got it on top and uh, struggling to find something a danger. That's why I thought it was my clear on top pick. John? Yeah, I love Cosmic Lad. Um, I think I messaged you before markets opened about this horse second up, and it was 16s into the sixes in about five minutes, and I missed it. So I'm um, still saluting chatting. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's the most progressive one here. I couldn't find anything really. And when my second pick was Brenner, you kind of see how shallow this race is. Um, well, it was interesting that Tommy jumped off. We can say done to jump on Parabellum, um, if that means anything. But yeah, Cosmic Blood on top. Yeah, not much to add. Uh, that was a demolition job last time out after missing a start for on debut. So we'll move on. Uh, I thought Parabellum did interest me a little bit as a danger, only because it bumped, got bumped right off the track last time out, and Tommy has gone with it. Might be three back and in a bit of um, a nicky spot. So, yeah, I really like Cosmic here as well. The seventh is the evening star on the card, a benchmark 78. Oi, John, go I've narrowed it down to six. Okay, so. yeah. That's about right. That's about right. <laughs> Love your work, John. <laughs> but I, I think, <clears throat> look, Colour Sergeant's probably one I'd like to see how it rocks up on the day. Um, but look, I can make cases for Colour Sergeant, Plantane, Ida, Tarashop, like Kokoro, I think it's John Noms. So if they come here, that's a big tick. And I think Arale, since switching to Ben Smith, has been really, really good. And it's drawn one here. Um, Bit of a jockey upgrade as well, and I think it just 
gets the rails. It ran really well against uh, Therabond out of Sarah camp. And then she's flying. So, um, look, if I couldn't tip you against any, if I had to have a bet right now, I'd probably go um, Tara Shock. I thought it was really good last start in much tougher company. Um, ran home really well. I think it was the fifth quickest last two sectionals of the meeting. And that was a Saturday Metro with some group races. So that lines up pretty well for here. Um, and I know Bjorn's got a big opinion of this horse, especially around this company. So I'll, I'll end up with Tara Shock on top, but any of these could win. Yeah. I, I... Could have something Tarashock and I could have something Gluthane just because Josh Pargate 3, I'm feeling, probably finds the top there. Uh, both around nine bucks, I think, is the way I'll play the race. Of, But, yeah, as you said, there's six chances. Inter- even interested to see Black Comb come back. Uh, could take zero out of the trial, but I assume it's going to be th- second or third up in a, a Mare's staying race somewhere and it'll be it'll win one through this prep. Beaver? Yeah, I don't even think I'll waste my time on this. I think you guys have covered every horse in the race, so I'll leave yeah, it at that. Right. Uh, we well, can go first here. Benchmark 72, 1,100 metres takes us home. What do you like? Yeah, I don't know if this is my, this race is any easier than the, the one prior, to be honest. Um, there's probably five or six you can find here. I went for a bit of value to finish off the last. I went for Shines. Uh, third up here. Uh, been steady enough the two runs in this time in. Um, freshened up. Uh after about a month since its last run here. Um, on its day, probably take care of this field and um, thought it could run well here third up. Tommy Berry aboard. Um, found it hard to find too much in the race again. Open race, so I, I just went a bit of value. I end up Ocean's one on top. Feels a bit short, but comes off the uh, just getting, just missing Shalaud last time out, sitting outside lead. Probably ends up there again, though, which is a concern. Uh, and I half forgive you, Mr. Kendi, who had to sit off the rails on that uh, the last time it came to the track. So maybe on the inside can improve as well, but not particularly confident way to finish the evening. Uh, John, how are you wrapping up? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I've just resorted to, um, to map. I had Ocean's one on top, but I don't think David Pfeiffer, seven-day backup screams $2.50, um, even though it's got the best form. I think if it repeats its last run, it just wins you, but I'm not really keen to dive into that. I ended up with Shines on top as well. I think Blinkers on and Tommy Berry's pretty good for these. At its best, I think it wins. Um, it's just probably not travelling its best. Um, and then Mr. Kennedy on top as well. Um, he'll go forward, either leads or sit behind something, probably Ocean's one. And, and Taylor, and I think it just got a little, it gets something a little bit softer for it to run today as well. So um, there the two. And I think Border. Control can win, but I'm not, again, I'm not going to dive into Chesco at 460 when it's coming off a pretty average run. So, um, yeah, that's why I had it. I think Shines is probably the best, the right bet, and just see where Ocean's one ends up. Excellent. Uh, have either of you got a Cordy for us, or are we going to save it for the Saturday show, John? Yeah, I think because you can go other skinny in two of these legs, I think you can probably find a decent Cordy here. And like I said, if we can't find a winner in race seven. It's a perfect field leg, so I can throw some up. Go on, go for it. Yeah, I think race five, you can go Ebony King, Gallant Star Memoria. Um, in race six, you can one out Cosmic Lad. If anything else beats it, then good luck to him. Uh, then in race seven, you've got Color Sergeant, Glintane, Ida, Tarashoff, Kokoro, and Arale. And then in the last, you can finish off with Ocean's One, Mr. Kennedy, and Shines. Beautiful. Beaver, who have you got your best in value? Yeah, my best bet is race six, number five, Cosmic Lad. Uh, like what John said there in the quaddy, good call. And race five, number six, Dina Tassi is my value. Beauty. Uh, Wild Botanica. 
Race four, number five, my best here. And race seven, number five, Gluthane. On a, on a night I struggled to find too much else really outside the market I was that interested in. I think that that bracket of the two Bjorn runners will give you a show. Uh, Mooney Valley's up next. We've got to head down there where the rail goes out six as well, I believe. That's right. Where are we? It is. We've got a good trek, though. Uh, once we get past that five, we, again, want to be Rail's leader in run, I'd say. I'm going to kick off with a mile maiden. Uh, I don't like Limburg as a horse, but it does find the top here, so rightful favourite and has been backed. I was putting uh, the Waller Stalker on top here. I think Ceremonious comes across for D-Lane. He just knows, well, he's got 100 yards on most of these blokes and he'll find the right spot. Uh, if it's got anything much under the bonnet, I think you could possibly get past this leader. Um, it's about the race. Princess Pete will run well, as the market suggests. Beaver? Yeah, I've stuck with Limburg as well. Um, just the fact that it comes down from Sydney, uh, ran third behind a decent horse, and then uh, wasn't too bad first up in at Sandown Lakeside. Probably looks to get its chance here and um, got it on top. Race two is a mile class one. Did I ask you, John? Sorry. Any thoughts? No, I think I'm happy to go Dragoon each way. I don't really trust the Hawks camp with Lindbergh. Mm. I think Ceremonious is the danger, but I think you can probably not take those odds at the moment. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, race two is a mile class one. And you can go first here, John. Uh, yeah, this one's tough as well. Um, I ended up with... Um, I like Marira, um, just because I think it's the right combination here. Um, and it also gets the Blinkers first time. So I think third up Blinkers adds a mile. I think it's probably the right setup for it. Um, drawn well. Like Luke, uh, that form through um, Sox Nation last start probably had a few excuses as well. But I think it ran well enough. They went a bit too hard there. Should probably get a bit of an easier run here. So end up with Marira on top. I put Vilnius on top. Never got a crack last time out. Back to 14. Now jump straight back to the mile. Gate 2D lane. I'm just trusting him. He'll set this race up for himself. Either sit outside lead or jump onto the back. And uh, we do get a form line through that Waller runner in the first, actually. So we'll get a bit of an idea leading into this. Beaver. Yeah, I'm same as you, Daggy. Um, just gone for Vilnius um, to be hardest to beat here. You're right, didn't get much of a crack last start and was pretty good the start before that. I think there's some improvement there and uh, 1,600 here at the Valley is perfect. Excellent. Uh, we've got a, another maiden race three, 1,200 metres, and we've lost a couple, which don't seem to hurt anything. Beaver, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going with the unrace one here, Happy Link. Um, just uh, of those ones with exposed form, uh, nothing really excites me here. Bit of a wrap on this one. Uh, apparently one uh, jump out quite nicely here. Uh, URL has generally um, gets them up and going pretty early and looks to have the race set up for it here from the one gate. So got it on top. Johnny? Yeah, I won't be betting, but I had it on top as well. I think it's the right setup for it. I think having the rails on debut is always a good time. Keep it nice and steady, So, but I won't be betting. Look, if there's any intent from Universal Harmony, I think it runs well, but Gate 12, one, usually if it's going to push forward, I'm, I'm not unhappy about that, but obviously we get to these Mooney Valley night meetings and they don't tend to be advantageous at all. So uh, 
if I know Universal Harmony is going to try and get across and to the front, maybe can play it each way. And uh, I think Quebec trailed up quite nicely too. So they're the two other chances that haven't been mentioned at least. Uh, the fourth is a 9.55. And where are we here? A benchmark 70. Johnny, who have you come up with? Uh, and Journey for me. Um, like I was racing well last prep. Like you'll, you'll probably know if it's um, ready for this with it being late. Um, haven't seen any market support or anything. It's just been stable since. But um, yeah, I think it's drawn well. Gets Mickey. Um, like I said, it raced really well last start, uh, last prep. So if it's back in good form, I think uh, I'll, I'll be ending up with that. But um, yeah, again, not one I was really keen to dive into. Yeah, everything I like uh, is again is is all out wide. So in these nine fifty fives, you you're betting for the first hundred metres also almost. Uh, I thought Gilmore maybe interest me a little bit running line for Blake Shin, but uh, I don't think I'll necessarily be taking part here. Beaver, anything caught your eye? Uh, no, I wasn't able to keen on the race as well. thought Journey was a really good uh, chance given some of the company it has raced against in the past, but I just went for Miss Black Diamond, Waterhouse Bite. I thought it might um, jump and run here, get to the front. Um, one well first start. Mm. Um, that was its first win um, at its ninth career start, but maybe this prep it's just uh, up and ready to go and uh, could come out flying here. One pretty easy. was short odds, so... Um, Maybe it's the one to follow. Awesome. The fifth is a 2,500-metre benchmark 64. And I'm sticking with the old iron horse here, Dubai Moon. It keeps putting up ones next to its name, and Untethered keeps putting up twos. So I'm just going to stick fat. I think what's its fifth run in 12 days or something. But a hard fit, and this is an average race. It'll stalk this leader, I think, and probably be too strong for it. Uh, your thoughts, Beaver? Yeah, no, no. Criticism there, Daggy. Um, got a new apprentice jockey on board, Jay Malloy. Don't know much about him. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. I just again went for some odds. I went for Farag uh, around the $10 mark. Uh, that was a nice little win last start, running on it, um, breaking through it. Um, Geelong beat a horse that I thought has a little bit of potential prior to that. Um, pretty consistent um, since coming over from New Zealand. Maybe it's just on the way up here and now it's got that win under its belt. $10, I'll uh, have a bet each way on that. Beauty. Uh, race 6, 2040, benchmark 64. I think you asked John there, mate. I didn't. I just realised as I was saying that. What do you like, John? Yeah. Okay, now you're off him, aren't you? <laughs> just for that reason, I'm going untethered. <laughs> you're going what? Untethered? I'm going on, nah, I'm going untethered. I think that, that form through experience over the last hour. I'll get full control here. Could have no problems with this slot, I reckon. All right, the six benchmark 64, 2040. Go on, John. <laughs> no, I'm <good>. <laughs> <laughs> about time. <laughs> uh, this, this is actually a tough one for me. I honestly didn't have much opinion on this one. I think you could find five or six of them. I think, um, the only reason why I ended up with running on time is because I think Johnny Allen's finally found some form. Um, oh, yeah, but... did you see his ride on a dollar 30 thing yesterday? It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> But he's um he's questionable, but you know we'll be in run. Yeah, I think it'll be positive, in, and I think you'll get the treatment. It's a good setup for it. Um, like you're still getting each way odds about it too. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's a staying race, which Johnny Allen seems to grow a leg in compared to spring. So Beaver, I'm running on time as well. Hey, um, 
been disappointing this time in, um, but maybe now out to the 2000. I'm stuck on okay last start. Looked like it might have been wanting further um, behind Vagrant. Um, so I've got it on top, um, you know, open race, as we said, each way odds um, could be could be the hardest to beat, um, but not a lot of confidence. Yeah, the two I've ended up liking are the two at the top of the market, actually, now I've realised, but uh, there's been some money for Samuel Langhorn since I had a look at this. Uh, it's a big gawky thing, and I'm not really sure the value is its best hope, but um, did win at Mornington, but went out with a win, came back, and was pretty good at Sandown, straight to 2000, uh, middle gate, I think's right in the game here, and Staunch uh, just gets a, a nice enough run. I think that form through that lead up behind Tewksbury and Musgrave is all right for a race like this. Uh, like I said, now they're both sort of top of the market. I'm probably less enthused, but uh, that was the way I saw it. The seventh is the 888-metre New Year Sprint Benchmark 70. Oi, Beaver. Yeah, I'm going for the up-and-running Midnight Devil. Um, flying at the moment, uh, speedy as... Uh, comes out running, you know where it's going to be. It's going to go quick. They're going to have to run it down. Um, don't see too many dangers other than the potential favourite, and it's first up. It's got to come from 10. So so they're going to have to go back and try and swoop home or sit outside it and chase, and maybe Midnight Devil just a bit too quick over the 888. It's going to be hard to beat. Mm. Look, 370 is pretty good. Yeah, I actually, I actually agree with you. I, I thought it was a racing two, lane versus D, and I thought Midnight Devil just finds the front easily. And it opened uh, a much nicer price, obviously, so we've missed it there. Uh, I agree. I don't know where other one's going to get to, as I've said. So Midnight Devil could burn them off and only has to get 890 metres around the bend. Uh, John? The other way. I went not well. Um, I think it's the class runner. If they've got it, went up. I think the 888 probably suits it first up. We'll just be full of dash or jump or run. Um, I think it will be too good, but just over Midnight Devil. I think they're the only two that can win. If Berry Bubbly's sitting at 750 or whatever it is, you know, there's not much quality in the race. I think those two are clearly on top. Excellent. And let's wrap up with a 1,200-metre benchmark, 64, a tricky finish. I can have something. They can have something small each way on Dark Journey coming off the win last time out. I think it finds a top again. And around a nine, $8, $9 mark. I'll play that way. And I don't know where it gets to. And we'd want to see some semblance of how to run on. But I thought Albanian IM's last trial was beautiful. And did some okay stuff last prep. They had a great deal of luck. So at 15 bucks, might find out to finish the day. John? Yeah, I like Albanian IM each way. I'm pulling up the right setup. But like you, I kept chasing it last um, last prep. And it got up a few times for us. Um, I think it, it raced better fresh as well, which um, is obviously pretty good here. So, um, yeah, I thought I was pretty happy to play the, the value now. But anyway, Eva. Yeah, I'm going to finish the night uh, with number 15, Russian front, uh, Kavanaugh-Shin combination. Kavanaugh has a habit of sort of picking up these types of races with these types of horses. Um I think you can try, if you can get in somewhere and sort of be sitting midfield from the gate, uh, that's my only concern. I think it can be running on and um, hard to beat. Beautiful. Do you want to have a crack at a Mooney Valley Quaddy here? Me? Yeah, go for it. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no worries. Th- you don't have to. Great news. 
No, it's all good. Um, I'm going to go first leg, which is race five, number one, Dude by Moon, number three, Untethered, and number seven, Farag. Uh, in the third leg, which is race six, I'm going to go number four, Staunch, number seven, six, Running on Time, number seven, Samuel Longhorn, and number three, Sorry Sailor. Uh, when we get to race seven, numbers five, Midnight Devil, number nine, Knockbar, and to finish off in the last race, I'm going to go. I'll chuck your one in. Number four, Albanian. I am number eight, Dark Journey. Number eleven, Katahula, and number fifteen, Russian Front. Beautiful. Uh, your best in value, Beaver. My best is race seven, number five, Midnight Devil. Uh, got it on top, and my value bet is race. For number 13, Miss Black Diamond. I'm going to go with the Iron Horse. Race 5, number 1, Dubai Moon, my best on the card. Uh, and my value, race 7, number 8, Universal Harmony. Uh, again, another one, another card I struggle to come with, with too many at a, a big price. John? My best is in your race. I'm going untethered. I think it wins. I think our bad man is the best race. Awesome. Uh, anything else around the rest of Australia, Beaver? Well, John, tomorrow? Uh, I've got to give you something up in uh, Sunshine. Up Sunshine Coast, yeah. mate. Got a couple up there for, for the punters. Race two, number eight, Birdie Can Boy. And then no, race five, number 13, Pete Isham. Perfect. Anything from you, John? Wait till Newcastle. Uh, odds are out yet, but uh, the Marana in the first, I think it's called Dagon. Uh, Newcastle race one, that should be winning that maiden. I think Weimark in race five should be winning its maiden as well. Awesome. Uh, very quickly, we haven't, because we haven't chatted for a couple of weeks, Beaver, and why are you here, John? Any thoughts on the first two weeks of the Autumn Carnival? Has anything caught your eye? Any two-year-olds? Any resumers that you want to chat about or not really? I think for me, probably just there's been a few horses moving around stables, which are pretty funny. Wild Britannica was one. I remember you mentioned it before Um, before I went to Joe. Um, I think just keeping track of those, it's been really good to see a lot of the talent being spread around. You've seen a lot of them place themselves in chances where they can win and chase big money. So I think that's been the best part. Um, and I think with, with the racing, I think it'll probably be a month away before we see the very best of those coming back. But it's exciting. I think all the races, all the maps, all the setups for them are really promising for this autumn. I think it goes for a very long time. So I'm excited. I think the two-year-olds are very, very good this year. So it'll be good. Yeah, they've got 100 yards on last year's two-year-olds. Oh, God, yeah. Beaver, in your absence, anything? No, mate, uh, nothing, nothing much. It's just good to see some of the, the better horses coming back from the weekend. I thought um, the duel between Brightside um, and... Friday, Jenny. Friday, Jenny. Yes, yeah, yeah it was, okay. was good. Um, I'm going to go as far to say that over a mile, he won't catch Pride Jenny next time. Yeah, oh, it's going to be bold interesting. I'd say that was given most things were off the rails, first up on pace, absorbed uh, everything else around it, and... Uh, that said, did a good job to reel it in Mr. Brightside because it looked like Willow had stuffed that up for about 100 metres there. But um, yes. I reckon second up a mile, she'll she'll stomp the next field she takes on into the ground. Would you be taking Jimmy Star or Pride of Jenny at nine bucks a piece and then we'll start mine? Pride of Jenny. I've, yeah, I can't believe we're the same price. 
Pumped, like he's got a lot of talent, but I might be mad. He can wait and see the show, but I um I'll be tipping against Jimmy Star tomorrow. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. The like now that they're pivoting to the All Star Mile, I mean, plenty of things change. I don't know if they'll be trying to gut it, trying to win the next race. So yeah, I thought Project Jenny's probably the best value future bet at the moment. I feel. I agree. I haven't seen the rest of the field or markets, but um, just in terms of that jewel, yeah, now Prada Jenny. I think she, once she gets to a mile, she'll she'll be rolling. Mm. And uh, Beaver, we'll, we're about to come back and get stuck into the Saturday card. Uh, thank you, John. Have you got a tip for the best food on course at the Canterbury tomorrow night? Um, yes, there is a wonderful little Wagyu food store which does some great chips and some Wagyu bowls. So. If you're down there, you'll see me there at some point, probably during that 1,900-metre shithole of the race. (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, Thank you, mate. Uh, We will be back shortly. Of course, check out uh, our channel, subscribe, stick around and do all that good stuff. We'll get you back for the championships. We will try and do some more stuff in person to make it slightly less awkward than uh, listening to each other's headphones, but maybe over a beer we should do a couple for the championships. And I know you love the slipper, so maybe that one. But thank you, and Beaver, I will talk to you in about 30 seconds off air. Catch you guys. Bye. Ciao.